The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's time now for Insight to Israel. And we've got Mr. World Traveler Michael Gano on the line with us. And uh, he's in uh, Romania today, right? Yeah, David, uh, thank you for having me on again. I really appreciate uh, America's Web Radio and yourself and everybody that works with you and all your listeners. It's very important that, you know, that we get this message out, and America's Web Radio is a vital part of it. And, yes, I'm, I'm in Eastern Europe right now. I'm in Romania. And for the next few months, I'll be traveling to Ukraine and uh, Bulgaria and, and Hungary and all over Romania, which we've already done interviews with people here in Romania. And we're still, obviously, talking about Israel. That's the key focus, ground zero. So, uh, yeah, it's um, it's very exciting to to have this really privilege during this time, especially when they, they don't want you to travel, David, because they don't want you to talk. And that's why I'm, I feel very privileged to have contacts all over Eastern Europe. Well, I want, uh, I'd like to point out one thing, too, as, as long as we're thinking, everybody, uh, is that we have a wonderful group of people that realize that this isn't free, and they've become patrons, and uh, they contribute anywhere from uh, $10 to $50 a month for our well-being and the ability to uh, put shows on like Insight to Israel and um, and many other shows, and we do appreciate it and uh, appreciate what they're doing. So, tell us what you're doing right now, Michael. Well, I'll tell you, one of the the big there's two big uh, events taking place that you may or may not see in the mainstream media. I don't think you will, but you know we understand that uh, the you know totalitarianism rears its ugly head to the people's government which we know is no longer the people's government uh, in places like Australia and Canada, and they're fighting back hard. Uh, they're holding peaceful protests, but a show of force. And uh, that has inspired many people around the world. And, you know, uh, what amazing people that they're willing to sacrifice everything for their freedom. And uh, so that inspired the Israeli people, the Jews in Israel, because, uh, again, the, the mainstream media, even the Christian media outlets, like Chris Mitchell on CBN News and, and, and many other independent journalists, are not talking about what's happening on the ground in Israel except for Insight to Israel and America's Web Radio. And so about 70, 70 to 80 percent of Israelis took the first two injections and then the government keeps pushing more and more and more. It's really insane what's happening and those who have taken the first two but won't take the third, now the government treats them as if they've never taken anything at all by removing their green passport unless they submit their body to more and more and more injections. Well, uh, there's about two million Israeli Jews that have not taken the injection at all and they're treated terribly but watching these convoys has inspired them. So right now in Jerusalem, starting yesterday, there's been about 20,000 people 
that have uh, left their job, left their home, their place uh, all over the country, and come to Jerusalem. Now, they don't have all the trucks that Canada and Australia has, but they do have cars. And so they've been very active in holding uh, protests, peaceful protests, against the tyranny of the government in the Jewish state. So we've been doing interviews with many people there. I just did one today. We did an interview yesterday. People are sending us videos and pictures from all over uh, as a show of force in a fight for freedom. So that's what we've been working on the past two days. Very interesting. And uh, like you said, uh, then, <laughs> you know, we we really have no mainstream media news in the United States anymore and we're lucky to get any truth out of anything except here on America's Web Radio and all of our shows we we want to speak out and have the truth be coming from you or the doctors that uh, do shows for us we tell the truth and uh, we have uh, Victor Armendaris that uh, does politics for us and uh, he tells the truth like it is and all we get on mainstream media I don't know what it is opinions <laughs> it's it's garbage basically and uh, we no we don't know you know we have no clue what's really going on in the Middle East we have no clue what's going on you know really in Ukraine we get reports but you know you can't I wouldn't go to the bank on them by any means, and right. it's it's a shame what's you know the the other side the satanistic side is winning, and we have to put a stop to it by telling the truth. Uh, you know the devil hates the truth, and uh, right. will do any tell any lie possible to avoid the truth coming out. And uh, we appreciate you risking your life and limb to tell us the truth of what's going on in Israel and uh, in Eastern Europe. Well, listen, you know, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you, you pointed that out because, you know, in the mainstream media, they're saying that countries in Europe and, and in Israel, they've lifted all of the restrictions, no green passport, no masks. Well, that's actually not true. The government may have lifted it, but they've created such a psychosis in places like Israel. It's com it, it turns out to be a complete and bold-faced lie because we have video, David. We have video of the brutality. Now imagine this. You're talking about uh, a country and people that have descendants who died or survived the Holocaust you saw, we watched videos of how the Germans would beat the Jews into submission. And yet we have video right now and have showed video for the past two years of the police, the Jewish police in Israel, beating Jews because they won't wear a mask, uh, charging huge amounts of fines uh, to those who won't submit to the government tyranny, and yet you hear nothing about it. And, uh, for example... Uh, in, in the case of lifting the restrictions, what they do is they, you know, they close the front door, but they come in through the back door. 
right now all the kids in school and we know how dangerous psychologically and physically that the masks are on children those masks are strictly enforced in the public school system in Israel imagine little Jewish children gagged gagged choking on their carbon dioxide we know this murders and damages children and the long-term health effects can never be reversed and yet the government in order to murder and damage their own children uh, continues to push and enforce the masks on kids now funny enough David I hope that at some point you know that we can work together I know that you're busy and I'm busy and we're in different time zones we're about a seven-hour time difference but we actually have a video where the current Prime Minister of Israel Naftali Bennett takes his best friend's child okay to go and get the injection and in the, they did a live video on the news here that child a little girl is fighting fighting to not take this injection in the in in, in the view of the public camera all over Israel we've got the video as this man takes his friend's daughter for murder or damage to be injected and she's fighting it off to eventually they force her they literally force this child to submit to plunge a needle in this child's arm who does not want it i can't even wrap my mind folks listen i want everyone to hear this and i've said it before in previous broadcasts but i can't emphasize it enough two million plus jews fight for their freedom not to to be injected as the government, the Jewish government of Israel, shoves down their throat this tyranny, Jews have fled Israel, they've lost their jobs, they've lost their homes, their children are, are tormented in the school system, and it's not even an exaggeration what I'm telling you. Go to the Insight to Israel Facebook page and see it for yourself. The interviews that we've done, the testimonies from Israeli Jews that literally say we are living in 1930s Nazi Germany. That's just, you know, if you weren't saying it, nobody would know, you know, and nobody, it's only the folks that listen to America's Web Radio that know the truth about what's going on in Israel, and um, it's it's amazing. And, and listen, many, many, I'll tell you, I'll just tell you this, the ignorance of many American Jews uh, to try and stifle my free speech who have no idea or no interest in finding out what's happening in Israel. They call them self-hating Jews. Imagine that. Two million plus Jews have their human rights stripped from them under the most liberal definition of the Nuremberg Code, created because of the Holocaust, because of the experiments done on Jews, and they have no interest in finding out what's happening in Israel. And so they fight to try and keep my, my voice extended from them to the world stifled. And uh, it, it's quite mind-numbing because, now look, if I haven't, uh, you know, I've been in uh, Romania for a month now. And, you know, look, I spent nine years as a pro-Israel journalist. I still love Israel. I still love the Jewish people. The tyranny that's brought upon them by a Jewish government is quite mind-numbing, I'm telling you. It's been very difficult for me to process. 
because I went to Israel and, and you know, in, uh, America's Web Radio has aired inside to Israel uh, 80 to 90 percent of our time in the Jewish state as a pro-Israel journalist that's been on the front lines of war with the soldiers, that's been on bases all over the country, that has interviewed politicians and, and, and diplomats. I've been to other countries showing the humanitarian work that is being done by the state of Israel. Uh, no one asked me to do it. I did it because it needed to be done. I'm not a journalist that's paid by anyone. I, I'm self-funded. And, but I did it because of my love for God's land and for the Jewish people. And so, you know, I have credibility. I've earned that right to speak. I'm the only journalist that has sued Al Jazeera. If you know who Al Jazeera is in the media, Al Jazeera is one of the largest Islamic media outlets, not only in the Middle East, but in the world. I'm the only journalist in the state of Israel to actually sue them for fake news and win in the Israeli courts and take their money and set legal precedents. So there's a lot of people that didn't discover insight to Israel until Corona, and now they're trying to shut down our voice uh, by using slang terms like anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, and it's even it's it it's completely absurd on the surface. But again, thank God I've got credibility, and there's many many Israeli Jews that comment. Uh, not only do we interview, but they come on our, fa our Facebook page and they comment and say, Michael, thank you for telling the truth. You are the only journalist. And I, I don't say that, you know, I'm not trying to take credit, but I'm blessed that I can do it. And I'm blessed to have your listeners go to our Facebook page, watch our videos, share our videos. They come at no cost to you. We're not charging a membership fee or anything like that. The truth is free, and we offer it freely as long as you share it. And that's that's what it's all built on. And, uh, you know, sharing and sharing the information and letting people around the world know what's happening. And uh, the stories that you've told on the air and off the air are just absolutely appalling. And you'd think the last state to do some of the things that Israel is doing would be Israel after what they've gone through and the life that they've lived for so many years. And uh, yet they're turning it on their own people. It's just deplorable. You know, here in Romania, David, 70%, uh, <laughs> this is my number, 70% of Romania, and I'm not, that, this, this would be the numbers for overall, overall in Eastern Europe. Uh, but 70% of the people here in Romania have not injected. Now, those are government numbers. So you can imagine if it's government numbers, they must be much higher. And many Romanians have told me so. But when I, when I talk to people on the street, uh, you know, I went into a, a, a I, I wonder how much I should say publicly, but I went into a restaurant yesterday and they asked me for the green passport. And I looked at them. I said, you're joking, right? You're joking. You think I'm going to give you my health status? You think I took that injection? Now, this is no offense to those who took it who were deceived, I, I get it, who, who thought it was going to be a good thing. I'm, I'm not trying to bring offense to those folks. But uh, I, I just looked at him and laughed. I said, I don't owe you anything. I'm here giving your business money. And the two kids, and I say their kids, are probably in their late teens, early 20s. They started laughing. They said, yeah, yeah, we didn't take it easier. You don't have to have the green passport. And they served me anyway. 
so, you know, I stepped out on the street as payback for their hospitality. And I listen, David, I have no shame. I, I you know what? If I see something that's right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out. If I see something that's wrong, I'm gonna call it out. I believe in truth. You know, uh, I don't believe in human perfection. That's one thing. We have we're all imperfect, but I do believe in the overall truth. I stood outside that restaurant and I said, Romanians, everyone in Romania, I was in the city, everyone in Romania, includes, come to this restaurant. The food is, is, uh, your best, your best. I love it very much. Come to this restaurant and eat. And the owners loved it. They loved it. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but when I asked the average Romanian, you know, when I tell them I came from Israel, their eyes are about to pop open. And I tell them I was a journalist there for, for nine years. And I asked them, I said, did, did, you, did you take the injection? They're, no. Then take it. Look at Israel. The most vaccinated, most sick. Ladies and gentlemen, the world, the average person who understands what's happening today, that this is not about your health. This is about government overtake, overthrow. I mean, they sell you cigarettes and alcohol and tax it, but then all of a sudden they're concerned about your health? But we should really ask some serious questions. My point is, is that the world is looking at Israel. Now, the governments are looking to Israel and how they can bring more tyranny uh, uh, to their people. This is what the Israeli Jewish government is instructing the governments on how to do and selling them the technology to do it. Israel's number one in the world in technology and AI. They just signed a contract with the World Economic Forum. They actually did it last year, actually in 2020, with the World Economic Forum to provide all their AI. Mm. They signed a contract and agreement with Bill Gates in the, in the, the uh, global or the, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know the word right term anymore. Global warming, climate change. At the climate change summit in Scotland, back in the summer, in the fall, back in the fall. They made an agreement. The Prime Minister of Israel made an agreement with Bill Gates. So the world, the general populace who understands, they look at the people in Israel, the Jews in Israel, and they say, why would we take it? They're the most vaccinated, most sick. While, meanwhile, the government comes to your government and tells them how to bring tyranny upon your people while they do it to their own. Hmm. So... Now, again, they also, uh, what they don't know is, is what Insight to Israel brings them. Hey, there's two million Jews fighting. We are actually doing personal videos of freedom fighters here in Romania, sending a message to Israeli Jews to continue to fight for their freedom. It's, it's awesome. So, you know, that's, that's the, the, the back and forth message that Insight to Israel is bringing between the two peoples, and we're going to expand that in other countries. On that note, uh, Michael, we need to take a break, and uh, we'll be back with Michael Gano and Insight to Israel right after a couple of messages. Thanks, Michael. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio, or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall, and we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And now let's get back to Michael Gano from Romania and uh, talking about insight to Israel, finding out the truth about what's going on in Israel. And, you know, this show has gained momentum and continues to gain momentum. And it's an uphill battle almost in the United States with U.S. Jews, but um, it is becoming more and more popular and more and more listeners. So, Michael, back to you. David, I want to say thank you again for for having Insight to Israel on. It's a it's a real it's a real honor to work with you, and uh, you know you you've been uh, a huge help ever since I left the United States nine years ago. And uh, we met through some uh, mutual people that we knew. And, you know, I, again, I can't say enough. Please contribute to America's Web Radio. Uh, support them because without this message going out on an international level, I would venture to say, David, when it comes to non-mainstream media, and we can, we can certainly call this in today's world the underground media. Uh, because I'll tell you, people like myself, listen, we're not citizens of these countries. You know, we're independent journalists that are not going along with the mainstream narrative. And I have to tell you, listen, I would go into the malls in Israel and do live videos and show the slavery, the slavery of the Jewish people, what they've been propagandized into. And the tyranny upon them. And I, look, I'm not a citizen of Israel. And right now, the ways the laws are going, folks, listen, I want to tell you something. It was three weeks ago in the Israeli Knesset, there's like 133 members of the Knesset for their governing body. And they voted late at night. I can't even wrap my mind around this. They voted late at night to extend emergency measures against the Jews in Israel, giving the government full power and the prime minister full power to do whatever he wants. He won't hear this. You think Justin Trudeau's bad. The guy's bad. You think those guys down in Canada or in uh, Australia are bad. But this is stuff that's happening behind the scenes. But it's also public. They show it on the Israeli news. And yet if you talk about it as a non-Jew... They will, call, they will shut your mouth by calling you an anti-Semite and anti-Israel. But 130 Knesset members uh, on a late at night, it was like 1 in the morning, out of 130 Knesset members, there were nine that voted to extend emergency measures to the prime minister who doesn't have to go to the Knesset members to pass a law. He can do whatever he wants. 
it gives him full power. Mm. Out of those nine members that showed up that voted at one o'clock in the morning, three of them voted against those emergency powers and the other six voted for them. Can you imagine out of all of these members that represent the Jewish people and the Arabs, by the way, that represent Israelis as a whole, nine voted, six voted to extend emergency powers, setting precedents for the entire country. Like, who does that? Where's the, where are the other Knesset members? Where are, because the majority of the Knesset or the Israeli government body is Jewish. So where are all the other Jews at who represent their people who are getting paid? They're nowhere to be seen and nowhere to be heard. And so now the law is the law of the land. The guy, and now this has pretty much existed anyway, but they're stepping it up as far as actions. Even before Corona, a police officer can pick you off the street without any kind of uh, reason. They don't need a reason. They can walk right up to me standing at the bus stop. I want to see your ID. Excuse me? Did I commit a crime? No, I want to see your ID. For what? What accusations have been brought against me that you would have to know who I am? What suspicions do you have of me that you would have to know who I am? Nope, I want to see your ID. If you don't show it to them, let me tell you something, folks. They'll cuff you and take you directly to jail until they get full submission. Folks, I'm telling you, the Jewish police in the state of Israel are nothing more than brown shirts. It's that simple. There are many Jews that don't want to hear that that don't live in Israel. There are many Jews that don't want to hear that, but now they're feeling it because they enhanced and increased their ability to hold the public hostage. They can walk right in your house without any justification, arrest you, take you to jail, hold you for 24 hours and say, okay, you're free to go. They don't need a reason. And I lived, I'll be honest with you, when I was going public out on the streets of Israel, in the face, I had people attack me. I had a girl in the mall attack me and said I have no respect because I'm walking through the mall without a mask on. I'm talking about the, the slavery. These are all Jew slaves. I call them Jew slaves. They hate that. But that's what they are. Their own people call them that. And I had a girl literally attack me in the mall. got it on video. I had another girl. Get this. I was in Tel Aviv, and they were standing in line for their PCR test. And I did a video, I was doing a live video. This was uh, uh, just a few weeks ago. It was like, I've been in Romania for a month now, but it was like a week before I left. And I was showing how they're, 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 these PCR tests are completely inaccurate. So I was doing this video and I, listen to this. She obviously had been to the US before, and then I'll tell you how. She was standing in line, she goes, you're a racist. You're a racist. I said, oh, I'm a racist? How am I a racist? I'm standing here talking about what you're getting ready to do that's pointless. She said, I can tell you're racist by your accent. I was like, what? You can tell? I'm, yeah, you're from the South. You see the stigma that the leftist media has put on the Israeli people? Now, this girl was probably a leftist anyway. But do you see the stigma that the general media has put on people in the South? And you're, you're in Atlanta. That if you're white, you, you're actually, you must be a racist. I, it was hysterical. I got it all on video. It's hysterical. That's amazing. You know, and it's, you have to wonder who, who is really behind it. And it's my opinion that who's really behind everything that's going on right now 
or the communists in one shape, form, or fashion. And what you're talking about in Israel is fascism and, you know, Nazism and communism. Yeah, you can call it whatever you want. At the end of the day, and listen, you know, when Netanyahu was in power and this whole thing started, you know, he bragged. Yeah, we bought millions, hundreds and hundreds of millions of injections. Listen, he said in the spring of 2021, they, they hadn't even finished giving the first two. And then they're talk, talking about a third. And Netanyahu, obviously he's a doctor and a Ph.D. in virology, says the first two are going to wear off. So you're going to need, we've, we've got three, four, five, six, and seven that are already purchased and in storage in Europe. Now, this was spring 2021. So there were people that said, well, maybe maybe they're holding him hostage. Maybe they threaten his family. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe he's been, and I'm like, no. See, that's the easy way out. These leaders who are already multimillionaires, they know what they're doing. They made the conscious decision. I don't care if someone's being blackmailed. What, you're going to kill and damage without any kind of legal recourse? Millions of Jews? Because your life has been threatened? Well, you obviously don't care about your people too much, if that were the case. But I think that's an easy way for people to make excuses for the wickedness of their leaders. It's amazing. Uh, Michael, we're going to take our second break, and uh, we'll be back with Michael Gano from Romania right after this. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And now back to Michael Gano about not quite halfway around the world, but uh, pushing it from Romania. And, um, you know, we're very fortunate to have Michael on the air and as a friend and as a journalist. And just as you heard in that... Uh, if you want the truth, you listen to America's Web Radio. And, uh, you know, what you were saying about the Knesset the other day or last week or whenever, you know, whenever you start having to meet secretly or at night, then there's something wrong. And if you can't be open and transparent, then there's something bad coming out of it. 
And I think this is exactly the what you've said in a different way. Is that true? It's absolutely. Listen, you know, I had a Romanian guy tell me the other day, and we, well, this is common knowledge, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's good to hear it out of, out of other people's mouth because you know how smart they are and how much common sense they have. He said, when the government knows more about you than you know about it, then you don't live in a free country. And, you know, the, the, uh, let me, let's focus on Romania just here for a few minutes. And we'll, I'd like to talk to you about uh, the Ukraine, this whole, you know, threat of Russia thing, uh, situation. Uh, Israel, or Romania, had the bloodiest revolution out of all the Soviet bloc countries in 1989. And so uh, the large majority of the reason why they say that 30% of the green passports in Romania are fake. Now, with that being said, here comes the Israeli government back in November sending doctors and uh, military officials to work with the Romanian government uh, to teach them how to deal with disinformation and to increase, increase their vaccinations. The WHO also came here and told the government that by the spring, we need your vaccination rate to be at 70%. Now, when a foreign government like the Israeli government comes to Romania to impose itself, working with another government on a free people, that's tyranny. When the WHO, who the head of the WHO, Tedros, is not even a doctor, but seems to have the answers along with Bill Gates, for all of our viral problems, that's not freedom. And so this is why a large majority of Eastern Europeans who still remember communism just 30 years ago, David, said, no way, we know if the government's offering us something at our expense, but then tries to tell us it's free. <laughs> like, surely nobody's that stupid, but unfortunately... You know, there are people that are falling for this gimmick from beginning to end. But uh, the Romanian people have a bit of a different tactic than other countries, although millions do come out and protest. And there are government officials that are speaking out. And we've interviewed and are going to interview some of those officials. But uh, they like to do things behind the scenes instead of always on the surface. Uh, thank God that Romania doesn't have the security measures that Israel, who has become basically a communist China, there's cameras and 5G everywhere, all over the country. You can actually pull up a map, Google in 5G, uh, global 5G, and you can get a map and you can see all the countries where 5G is located. Mm. So... Uh, the Romanian people are they're very smart, but they know how to undermine their government behind the scenes. So I really applaud, and the black market here is alive and well. I love it, David. I'll be honest with you. Folks, do whatever you can. I mean, we're talking about, you know, pre-World War II stuff, where people are being forced because of the corruption of their government to, that's why they want everything electronic, to uh, forge paperwork to undermine their government. And I'm, I'm totally for it. I say it openly. I'm totally for it. So you have to do whatever you can, wherever you are, to do what it takes to undermine your government for your freedoms back. 
Because remember, folks, when a government takes your freedom, historically speaking, they don't give it back without bloodshed. It's that simple. If you, if, let's say Canada, all the government backs down, which they know they're having. Trudeau just declared a, a national emergency, and he's going to enforce that with the military more than likely. But let's say the whole entire Canadian government backed down and restored the freedom to the people. Well, if you keep those Canadian government members, elected officials, in power, they're going to reorganize and come back and do the same exact thing. You have to remove them from power by any and all means necessary. They were a threat to your freedom then, and they will continue to be a threat to your freedom while you're in power. So this is what I appreciate about Eastern Europe, that they clearly understand that this is all a ruse. Where do you expect it to end, Michael? And or when do you expect it to end? Is there an end to it or an end in sight? Well, it's, listen, they just keep... I'll use go back to Israel for an example. Uh, the latest headline coming out of Israel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set it up here now it's in Hebrew so you won't find it in English it comes out of the the uh, the, the Hebrew speaking headlines get this this is crazy craziness um, we're going to get a translate here it's, it's a headline from YNET News it's one of the they do Hebrew and English uh, media but it's in Hebrew let's see here I'll have to translate here in a second. And the headline reads, this is what it reads. Hold one second, bear with me here. Okay, here's what it reads. This is, this is, New, what Pfizer is working again with the government. Israel, Israel. Now, they didn't ask the people. There was no approval because this is they're under government emergency. Israel will participate in Pfizer's trial of the Omicron strain. The trial will be held at Sheba Hospital in Tel Shemer, which is in Jerusalem. Uh, especially those now that they're going to murder, they're going to murder the aged Jews especially those age 16 and over who have not yet received the fourth vaccine. Four. Mm. And will probably begin at the end of the month. Now, this is dated February 13th. The concern in the Ministry of Health, the expectation of the new booster will lead to a, four, a further decrease in the number of uh, vaccinated. Uh, Israel will take part in Israel's trial. Uh, in Pfizer's trial of the vaccine adapted against the Omicron variant, which is expected to be launched as early as at the end of the month. As the first, as was first reported yesterday on Ynet, uh, in recent weeks, talks have been held between the American pharmaceutical giant and officials in the Israeli healthcare system. The goal is this. Israel's joining the global experiment with a new vaccine designed to prevent the infection and serious illness of the Omicron strain, which is considered to be much more contagious compared with the Delta strain. There's a whole, there's more to the story, but 
that's where Israel is. Mm. And then they'll push this new vaccine, another vaccine, folks. Another vaccine pushed on the Jewish people and on the world, by the way. Mm -hmm. So until we stand up and say, no, it's enough with the mass, everything. And it's got to be, even those who took the injection, at some point, they've got to say no. Even if they don't, okay, that's not my problem. Keep being obedient and keep being a slave, your body being a slave. But, David, this is not going to end until we go after big pharma. I mean, go after them. Borla should be in jail. He should face a firing squad. I mean, this is the same guy that said uh, that anyone who spreads disinformation should be tried for murder. Okay? Now... The sick thing about it is, the sick thing about it is, is that if you say anything against Borla, there we go again. The cover for for tyranny is you're an anti-Semite. You just don't like Borla because he's Jewish. His family survived the Holocaust. Why would he murder Jews? Well, that's exactly what's taking place, ladies and gentlemen. The cover for the murder of Jews in Israel, and I don't mean to come back to Israel again, but the cover for murder of Jews in Israel is... He's Jewish. His family survived the Holocaust, so why would he kill Jews? But that's exactly what's happening. As a matter of fact, I actually spoke with a lady today who was damaged by the injection. The government is giving her, they're not even giving her, her giving their ear to her, along with thousands. Right now, they have documented 3,000 Jews damaged and thousands of Jews murdered by the Pfizer vaccine. And the government does nothing. And Berla gets awards. For being a great Jew from the times of Israel and from the Jerusalem Post. While he murders Jews with his injections and murders the world. Folks, if this is not a setting for a James Bond movie, I don't know what is. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I'm just uh, pleased that we can be the ones reporting it and telling the truth about what's happening in Israel, and really, this is all over the world. And don't you know that the uh, chemist or whatever they are in China that came out with this, they had no idea of the destruction that they would cause around the world, and yet the Chinese are, I'm sure, laughing their tails off saying we have done it we have done it we've brought the world to their knees and they're making a lot of money from it through uh through the pcr tests through the masks through all the ppr they're making so much money israel has actually spent billions of u.s dollars just on pcr of, of israelis taxpayer money on pcr tests on antigen tests on mm. masks it's mind-numbing. Wouldn't even fathom a guess of the billions and billions. Probably pushing the T at this point. But Now, do we have time to talk about the Ukraine? Yeah, we have uh, about six minutes. Okay, so I have contacts in the Ukraine. If, listen, let me start with Romania. Right now, I'm, I'm sitting in one of the cities. I don't want to tell where I am. But I'm sitting in one of the cities in Romania... And uh, it's the, uh, it, there's a military base, U.S. military base right next to me. We actually did an update a few weeks ago because one of our contacts in security here in Romania 
let us know that they had cleared airspace and canceled some domestic flights to allow C-130s of 3,000 American troops to land in Romania, half in one city and half in another city, which you can imagine would be Bucharest, the capital. So uh, there's also M1 Abrams tanks here. Now, whether or not what they're going to do with those, I, I couldn't even imagine. Uh, we've got video. We actually posted the video. And in Romanian, the news article uh, on our, on our uh, Inside the Israel page on Facebook, uh, which you won't – we were the, actually the first ones to break the story before the American media did because we're right here, and it came out here. And so the American media didn't get it till like, I don't know, like three days later. So uh, my, I've got contacts in Ukraine, and they're, they're calling me and saying, look, now these, these contacts I have are uh, they're Jewish friends of mine that do business all over Eastern Europe. They're American citizens, but Israeli-born. And they, they're, they're, they're shaking their head. I just talked to them the other, yesterday. And uh, he wants to remain anonymous. I'm trying to get him on the show. He's, he's, but he, he just says, no, no, I'll give you information, and we'll, we'll keep my, my name and face quiet. So he told me, he said, listen, the United States will lose a war against Russia. The United States, they're pushing Putin through the expansion of NATO, which sucks off the teeth of the American taxpayer and is completely worthless. Uh, but he said... They're they're pushing Putin in a corner, and they're not gonna they're not gonna win it. And most Ukrainians, Ukraine is very diverse in their ethnic background, but there's a large majority of a rush of Russians there who claim their uh, commitment to Russia. Now the government of the Ukraine is very corrupt because well under you know you know what happened the whole Biden thing and Obama and everything. So they're very corrupt, and this has nothing to do with the people. It all has to do with the corruption of the Ukrainian government and the United States working together to threaten Putin. But I'm telling you, Putin will not. And look, I'm not saying the guy's a good guy, but I have to tell you, for as many wars as the U.S. government has gotten us in, spent blood and treasure, we should, Americans should have been protesting on this stuff a long time ago, okay? Our boys were murdered and damaged. And for what? And so now you want to get us in another war for what? What business? We have no business in the Ukraine fighting for the Ukrainian people realistically on the ground. Most of them don't want it. And let me say this real quick. Israel has found this as a reason to evacuate thousands of Jews that live in the Ukraine, but they're not Israeli citizens. They want to bring them back to Israel. Bring them back to what? What? Government tyranny? A forced Forced, coerced injection? No job until you submit? I would rather go through a war than I would to live under the tyranny of a government. Because at least during war, you have a little bit more freedom, even though your life's under threat. The, government, the U.S. government is completely out of control. Interesting. Did I talk too long? No, no, not at all. Uh, no, and I, again, we're very fortunate to have you there and knowing what's really going on in Ukraine and 
we have deceived ourselves that we could defeat Russia. And, you know, they have their hypersonic missiles that we know about. And where are they aimed? They're not going to drop them. Can I read a headline for you, David? Sure. This came out of Bloomberg News, dated August 4th, 2021. Tell me... Tell me where the hypocrisy in this is. Russia captures number two rank among foreign oil suppliers to the U.S. Huh. That's the headline coming out of Bloomberg. That's... So you're going to tell me it, either this has got to be a, some kind of bad joke to think that we're going to war with Russia when they, when they're number two in supplying oil to the United States? Hmm. I, can you wrap your mind around this whole thing? We're seriously being lied to here. Plus the fact that we have oil reserves that we haven't even tapped. And if you'd get the idiot out of the White House and let us produce like we can, we'll be the world leader in oil. And it won't even begin to drain us, drain our oil supply down. Uh, oil today, by the way, is uh, 90, 95.16, I believe, price and going up. And that's because we have people in the White House and the administration that have no clue about what they're doing. Do you know what, David? Let, let me say this. I, I, and and I, I don't mean to correct you. I'm not correcting you. I'm adding to what you're saying, basically. But the, the reality is, look, these people are, regardless of what we think on the surface, these people are very smart. They're very intelligent. They've been to the best schools in the U.S. Even if they were in, they went to universities that were indoctrinated, they, they got to that level because they are intelligent. But they've used that intelligence for evil. They've used their power for wickedness. They are very aware of everything they're doing. And so when I read, and this is quite shocking, my buddy in the Ukraine said, listen, we don't even have to go deep in this conversation. Let me just send you one article that says it all. And he sent me this article. Russia captures. Now, Russia is supplying more oil to the U.S. than any other foreign producer aside from Canada as American refiners scour the globe for gasoline-rich feedstocks to feed surging motor fuel demand. U.S. importers of crude and redefined petroleum products from its former Cold War adversary surged 23% in May to 844,000 barrels a day from the prior month, government data showed. Mexico edged uh, edged out of the number two spot as its shipments to the northern neighbor rose by less than 3%. So Mexico was number one, okay? Actually, Mexico was number two. Hold on one second. Let me see if I read that right. Mexico was edged out of the number. So Mexico's number three now. Russia took place in number two. Russia's become a favored source, a favored source of U.S. fuel makers, largely because it produces ample supplies. Now, imagine not only that, but Russia's selling gas and oil to Western Europe, who said, we're going green, we're shutting down our new plants, 
we want to save the planet, but yet they've got that pipeline. We all know this, the pipeline coming down from Russia, supplying all their gas and oil. So is, is the United States really going to go to war with Russia? I, I have to say emphatically no. This is one big diversion. Well, <laughs> it's a good thing I don't make the decisions. Uh, <laughs> And it, it's, uh, you know, Russia's been, Russia and China have been waiting for this for years. And they're about to step up to the plate and could conceivably hit one hell of a home run, you know. And when I say home run, the U.S. And let me, let me add real quick, and I hope I have a minute. But, have a minute. you know, look, our leaders have put us in this position the American people in this position because they've sold out. I don't blame Putin. Listen, governments inherently are corrupt. And unless we get them under control as a people, and we're the country that, listen, we're the last country, pretty much. If Kansas loses, wow, I'm really scared. If Australia loses, I'm even more scared because these people are fighting for freedom, and I believe it'll escalate the violence. But my point is, the American people, we've gotten lazy. Yeah, we wait till the next election and think that'll solve our problems. And yet we've allowed the government to go this day and put us in this. So, look, I don't blame Russia if I or China. You know what? If you're a free country and you gave me the ability to do what I wanted without threatening me with war, I'd probably do the same thing. So we have to look back and blame our leaders. You know, when I talk about Israel, I get so many Jews that they're, they're, they say, why don't you talk about America? You're American. What's the problem? Am I not allowed to talk about government corruption in general? So, you know, people tell me, go back to America and talk about America's problems. No, there's enough folks doing that. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do and I'm where I'm supposed to be. But I, we have to blame our leaders for it. And we have to blame ourselves. Because it starts at home. We have to blame ourselves for being in this position. Because we believed the lie out of our leaders when they sold us the bill of goods of patriotism. I don't just blame Biden. Look, Trump or Bush did the same thing. Both Bushes did the same thing. And I worked on their campaigns, not Bush Jr. You know? So, yeah, I was deceived too. I, am I going to kick myself for it? No, I'm going to do better next time. But it's sad that we've come this far. It is, and uh, we're going to be turning an, an aircraft carrier around in the bathtub very shortly and very difficultly to do. But we're going to have to do it if we're going to survive. And Russia and China and the socialists in the United States don't want us to survive and we better wake up to that fact and wake up to it very quickly and as I mentioned to you in our pre-show conversation as far as I'm concerned wokeness is sleeping with Satan and that's what it that's what the uh, definition would be there is no such thing as wokeness it's just Satan trying to take over our lives and everything that we do. And uh, 
right now the United States is on the most slippery slope that we've ever been in since we told King George to go to hell. And it's probably even worse than that because King George had no nuclear weapons. So, folks, prepare. We definitely need God in this day and hour. That's for David. We we definitely, there's no shortage of that need, that's for sure. And uh, the sooner we can get back to one nation under God, the better off we'll be. But, uh, you know, the socialists are trying, and they've been doing this. This is not overnight. They've been working on our school systems, our educational systems, and they have snuck in through the windows, through the back doors. And if I... If I look at the pandemic as being a plus, it at its least brought families, parents, to find out what their kids are being taught. And they're not being right. taught, they're being indoctrinated. And right. to hate your country, hate your flag when you're a sixth grader or in elementary school is just mind-boggling. And uh, they, they have been taught by the best to or indoctrinated by the best with that being said michael we're about out of time david i want to say thank you to all your listeners uh and i hope that we can i can work with your it guys we can also bring some video on to do video interviews and bring more people into the realm of america's web radio and let them see and let them hear and see uh what is happening because we have so much to share, and I want to say thank you to everyone who supports you guys, man. Keep up the good work. Keep the truth flowing, and thank you again, David. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, Michael. Yes, sir. Be careful. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.